You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake here to bring you a solo edition as we preview the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl uh, matchup between Miami and Rutgers here on December 28th. Uh, we're going to give Gabby Urrutia a day off today as, as he's recovering from a busy, busy, chaotic time that is known as the early signing period. So just be your pal Dave here uh, previewing this bowl game for Miami. So let's hop into it. I think the a good place to start is with the opt-out list uh, of Miami Hurricanes that will not be participating in this bowl game. For one reason or another, uh, let's start with the NFL draft opt-out. Uh, we have offensive lineman Matt Lee, Miami center, the left guard Javian Cohen, defensive tackle Leonard Taylor, and the safety duo Cameron Kitchens and James Williams have elected to pursue their careers at the next level enter and prepare for the 2024 NFL draft. So good luck to them as they pursue and chase those dreams and uh, wish them all the best. Um, in terms of transfer portal defections, uh, the, the key ones to know from a Miami Hurricanes perspective, quarterback Tyler Van Dyke, running back Don Chaney, wide receiver Colby Young, uh, backup wide receiver Frank Ladson. Backup defensive end Jafari Harvey, backup defensive end Chance Williams, 
and linebacker Corey Flagg are kind of the key names to know there. Of course, Miami is going to be uh, playing their third string quarterback, Jakari Brown, and losing a guy like Don Chaney certainly is a hit to the depth in the backfield there. And Colby Young uh, is was Miami's third most productive receiver here in the regular season and is certainly a big-bodied target that is valuable in the passing game. But regardless, we uh, wish all those guys the best at their next stops. Um, hopefully they can have productive 2024 seasons wherever they land. All right, so again, Miami against Rutgers in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Of course, played at Histor or at Yankee Stadium, New Yankee Stadium in New York City. 215 kick uh, on ESPN. Weather's projected to be in the high 40s to the low 50s. So it's definitely going to be chilly by Miami standards um, in New York City there. Miami versus Rutgers all-time series. Miami is 11-0 in this matchup. This goes back to when they were annual rivals in the Big East Conference. The closest game they played um, in those matchups was a 31-17 affair back in 1993 in Miami. Uh, Rutgers this season finished with a 6-6 six six record. Their best wins came against a Northwestern team and a Virginia Tech team uh, that managed to qualify for a bowl game. Rutgers was 1-4 away from home field and they did finish the month the the last month of the season this month of November here with a zero and four record so they're looking to bounce back from a poor finish to the season by earning a bowl victory uh, let's dive into the coaching staff the key coaches to know uh, head coach Greg Schiano of course he's in his second stint at Rutgers uh, after taking over when they were the worst program in the country in 2001 uh, and then left Rutgers to pursue an NFL head coaching job uh, with the Tampa Bay Bucks. His last season at Rutgers was a nine and four season in 2011. So really one of the best uh, program building jobs and stories of this modern era that Rutgers program was really, really bad when Greg Schiano got there and he turned it into a more than respectable program um, and really pushed things forward and is responsible, quite frankly, for Rutgers landing in the Big East, um, which is quite an accomplishment, especially when considering what Greg Schiano inherited there. Um, he returned for his second stint at Rutgers in 2020 and this six and six season in 2023 is the best showing thus far uh, by Greg Schiano during this second stint at Rutgers. He has earned an 86 and 95 record as the head coach at Rutgers. And he's known his identity. He is a hard nosed defensive minded football coach. He of course has UM ties serving as Miami's defensive coordinator uh, in 2000. Uh, and, and quite frankly, he is probably Mario Cristobal's most trusted mentor and confidant in the coaching industry. They're still very close. 
uh, Mario Cristobal still bounces ideas off of Greg Schiano, uh, especially in the offseason. So this is an interesting matchup in that regard with uh, Greg Schiano, who def- definitely deserves a lot of credit for um, bringing along a young Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal was an assistant. He got his first big break with Rutgers under Greg Schiano. And um, so it's an interesting matchup in that regard. Two coaches that have a ton of respect for each other, quite frankly, are are really good friends. Um, Rutgers offensive coordinator is Kirk Soraka. He was at Rutgers during Shiano's first stint as well. Uh, He then rose up the coaching ranks and he was the offensive coordinator under PJ Fleck, who is also considered a Greg Schiano disciple, but uh, Kirk Soraka was an offensive coordinator under PJ Fleck at both Western Michigan and Minnesota. He was the offensive coordinator at Penn State for one year at 2020. Uh, this is his first year back at Rutgers in this second stint with the Greg Schiano era. Rutgers this year averaged 22.6 points per game which ranked 103rd overall in the country, 307 yards per game, which ranked 120th in the country, only 4.7 yards per play, which is 109th in the country. They do have a 62.5 red zone touchdown percentage, which is 60th. So relative to those other key metrics, when they do get in the red zone, they do a better job of scoring touchdowns compared to how they move the ball outside of the red zone. Uh, The strength of the offense, we'll get into this, but the strength of the offense, no doubt, is the run game. They're averaging 165 yards per game on the ground, uh, led by Kyle Manungai, a talented running back that led the Big East in rushing this year. And then quarterback Gavin Wimsatt is a dual threat that also has to be accounted for on the ground. Defensive coordinator Joe Harris-Simiak, he has an interesting career arc. Um, He was the head coach at Maine for three seasons, uh, and he amassed a 20-15 and record while he was there at that FCS program. In 2018, he led uh, Maine to a 10-4 and record with a 7-1 and conference mark and a CAA championship. and he was awarded the FCS Coach of the Year. So he is a guy that got it done at the FCS level as a head coach, and now he's looking to do the same at the FBS level. He joined P.J. Flex staff at Minnesota uh, after his time at Maine, and he was hired at Rutgers here in 2022. He is respected as one of the better kind of unknown or maybe up-and-coming defensive coordinators in college football. He does run some creative blitz packages on third down. And the strength of the team, the whole Rutgers team, is definitely on that defensive side. Rutgers allowed 21 points per game this year, which ranks 27th nationally. 313 yards per game allowed, which is 19th nationally. Five yards per play allowed, which is 28th nationally. And um, they do allow 60% red zone touchdown rate, 
uh, which is 68th nationally. The holiday season is upon us, and Midway Sports is here to take care of all of your sporting good needs. Check out their wide range of selections for all your golf, pickleball, football, basketball, and baseball needs with a variety of top-of-the-line necessities and accessories to help you look and perform your best on the field of play. All of that located just a mile south of the University of Miami campus. Midway Sports is also there for all of your team uniform needs, whether that be your kids' Little League team or your adult softball team. Tell them Gabby Rudia with Through the Smoke sent you, and they will take 30% off the price of, of the cost of your uniform order. Money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it. A couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later, and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret. Everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation, and Pride Financial can lend that helping hand. Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial, and let's take pride in our finances. Let's get into the personnel. Quarterback Gavin Wimsat, uh, he threw for 1,651 yards, averaged six yards per attempt, nine touchdowns and eight interceptions, while completing only 48% of his passes. What makes him an interesting quarterback is definitely his dual threat ability, his his legs. He also ran for 488 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, as a passer, he he definitely is at his best when he works the short passing game. Uh, he is at his best when he's decisive on his first read. The first read is open, and he can deliver those shots. Once he has to go to the second and third read, things can kind of break down for him both with decision-making and accuracy. Um, as a runner, he picked up 385 yards on design runs, 104 yards on scrambles. He's particularly dangerous uh, in short yardage situations as a runner where they'll, they'll draw up some design runs with the running back as a lead blocker or in the red zone, they will drop those same looks. Again, he had nine touchdowns, uh, rushing touchdowns on the year. Uh, the guy who makes them go on offense, no doubt, is their running back, Kyle Manungay. He ran for 1,099 yards and seven touchdowns. That yardage mark led the Big Ten this year. He is listed at 5 feet 9 and 200 pounds. I would probably take the under on that height. Uh, he looks maybe 5'7"-ish, uh, but he does have that low center of gravity which allows him to be a strong contact 
balance runner. Uh, he averaged 3.45 yards per carry after contact, and he forced 60 missed tackles on the season. Uh, against Michigan State, uh, Manungai forced 15 missed tackles in that game alone. And against Temple, who Miami is the common opponent, uh, along with Rutgers, he forced 16 missed tackles against Temple. So he's not... I wouldn't necessarily call him a home run hitter, uh, but he is a guy that can consistently get you eight to 12 yards. Um, he's very hard to find because he is so low to the ground and he does do a nice job of bouncing off tacklers. So getting him on the ground will be a big key for the UM defense in this game. Uh, slot receiver Christian Drummel is the top pass catching option this year for Rutgers 34 receptions for 440 yards and three touchdowns Jaquay Jackson is their top outside receiver 22 receptions for 361 yards and one touchdown the offensive line um, they do look like a, a big physical group in terms of body types uh, pro football focus grades um, their pass protection as a bottom quarter of the Big Ten bunch, and their run blocking as a mid-tier bunch amongst Big Ten teams. Um, but they are a big, physical-looking defensive line, in ter or sorry, offensive line in terms of body types. Uh, defensive personnel. I wouldn't call their defensive line the most disruptive group. Uh, defensive end Aaron Lewis is kind of the name to know. Uh, at that level of their defense, he is their leading pass rusher uh, in terms of sacks with three, and he has generated 31 pressures this year. Uh, I will say most of his pressures came early in the season. Seems like Big Ten teams kind of adjusted uh, and showed him more attention in the second half of the season, and he's kind of been a little bit quiet here in the heart of Big Ten play. So. No doubt Aaron Lewis is their top defensive lineman. He goes about 6'4", 250. Um, their best player on defense that will be playing in this game is Mohamed Torre. He is their middle linebacker. He stops the run, and he generates pressures and sacks as a blitzer. At six foot two, 230 pounds, Torre probably will have a chance at an NFL career when he decides to make that jump. This year, he's totaled 85 tackles, 7.5 tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, which does lead the team. Uh, he's also generated, I believe, 24 quarterback pressures. So he's a guy that they use in a lot of different ways. Um, he's long, and he has good speed at that middle linebacker spot. Uh, quarterback Max Melton was their best cover guy. Um on the outside, he declared for the NFL draft, which, you know, does make Rutgers secondary a little more suspect. But I will say, when you watch Rutgers, the strength of their team, you know, we talked about how the strength of their team is the defense. The strength of their defense, to me, is their back seven. I think they have linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties that are all long and can run, and they're really good tacklers in space. Um, so while losing Max Melton is certainly a hit to the secondary, they do have a lot of good players in their secondary. I think they're 
Their safety duo is very talented, Shaquan Loyal and Flip Dixon. They have combined for 133 tackles and two interceptions on the year. Again, long guys uh, take good angles to ball carriers, tackle really well in space. Um, they do a real that back seven does a really nice job of containing things. Uh, Rutgers has only allowed 35 plays of at least 20 yards this season, which ranks sixth best in the country. They've allowed only 12 plays of at least 30 yards this season, which ranks third best in the country. So they're a group that is well-connected and athletic and long, um, which which should be expected from a Greg Schiano defense. Uh, his expertise is the secondary. Special teams, uh, kicker Jai Patel has made 14 of 16 field goal attempts. Punter Flynn Appleby is averaging 39.6 yards per attempt. Um, not much action, quite frankly, in, in the return game for Rutgers. Uh, Rashad Rochelle is kind of their main guy there. He is averaging 41 yards per kick return, but he has attempted only four kicks, kick returns this season. He's also attempted only four punt returns, and he's averaging two yards per attempt in that phase as well. So uh, that is kind of setting the table for what Rutgers is about this season. Let's take a quick break, and on the other side, I will get into kind of what I want to see from a Miami standpoint in terms of matchups, uh, keys to the game, important players, et cetera, et cetera. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we are back. Again, some important things or maybe keys to the game that I think um, are important for this bowl game against Rutgers from a Miami perspective. Uh, number one, blocking and tackling. Look, I think bowl games in general... Uh, this is kind of a cliche for bowl games, but it is true. Bowl games, uh, you go back to the basics. Uh, tackling is always a big deal in bowl games. It's almost like the first game of a season where 
you've kind of gotten out of the rhythm of of tackling week after week after week in these games. Of course, these bowl games give the players time to rest, recover, um, but it also gets them out of that rhythm of tackling. And so generally speaking, the team that tackles better in these bowl game matchups has a really good strong chance of winning the game. Rutgers, when you look at how the two teams performed uh, or graded out according to pro football focus in that tackling phase and that tackling grade, Rutgers graded out as the sixth best tackling team in the country, according to pro football focus, Miami graded out as the number 39 uh, tackling team in the country. So something to keep an eye on from a Miami perspective, right? Um, they will have to replace key defensive players, guys that played a lot of snaps on that side of the ball, like Leonard Taylor. Uh, in particular, you have the safeties, Cameron Kitchens, James Williams, who their tackling in space is going to be something to keep an eye on in terms of who Miami brings uh, to replace them at safety in this game. Lance Guidry has said to expect uh, Jaden Davis and to Corey Couch, who are corners, to move to the safety spots. So we'll see how those guys tackle in space. I think this year, Jaden Davis and Takori Couch tackled in space quite well, uh, especially for their size, but they will be playing a different position and that's going to be something to monitor. Uh, blocking. Miami uh, has to replace Javian Cohen and Matt Lee on the line of scrimmage, as we discussed. That likely means Matthew McCoy it's going to slide into the starting left guard spot. He's kind of been groomed as that sixth offensive lineman this year. So uh, I, I would expect him to do a solid job, solid performance in that JV and Cohen spot. Uh, the one to keep an eye on is that center spot because Matt Lee, one of the best centers in the country, and that center job is important. Ryan Rodriguez did get some looks there, particularly – what was it against Temple when Matt Lee sustained, got a little dinged up at the end of that Temple game. Ryan Rodriguez entered, did a solid job in about, I don't know, 15 to 20 offensive snaps that he received. What was that late third or in the fourth quarter of play? So replacing two of your five starters on the offensive line isn't ideal, but Let's see how this group performs. They've definitely had some time to practice and gel together going into this bowl game. Again, bowl games, you go back to the basics in a lot of ways. Blocking and tackling will be critical. That's definitely one area of the game to keep an eye on. Another game, another area of the game uh, to keep an eye on in this matchup in particular is the discipline of the way the teams perform. Miami has underachieved in a lot of ways this year because of number one turnovers. Also to the penalties, uh, this team isn't talented enough to overcome the amount of penalties that they commit at times. Uh, Miami of course was number 98 overall in the country with 21 turnovers lost on the year. And they also ranked number 97 in the country and penalty yards per game. You flip that over to Rutgers. Rutgers does not really turn the ball over very much. They finished the year number 20 in the country in turnovers lost. They also do not commit very many penalties. 
uh, they were number 33 overall in the country in penalty yards per game. So Greg Schiano, again, hard-nosed, tough coach that preaches discipline, as does Mario Cristobal. But Greg Schiano is in year four of his second stint at Rutgers. And that identity is definitely taking hold at Rutgers. We'll see if Miami, number one, in particular, can can hold their own in the turnover battle. That is going to be a big key to victory for Miami in this game. Also, too, though, the, those hidden yardage uh, stats that come with penalties, it's going to be important because, again, as we discussed, Miami is dealing with quite a few uh, rotational players or backups being thrust into bigger roles. So that's going to be a, a an area to monitor in this game. Another thing for Miami, a big key, of course, is going to be containing the run. We've talked about Kyle Manungay, uh, the Rutgers running back. Um, he's one of the better running backs that Miami will have seen this season. And when he performs well, Rutgers, generally speaking, uh, wins the game. So in the six Rutgers wins this year, Manungay is averaging 116 yards per game and one touchdown per game. In their six losses, Manungay is averaging 66 yards per game, and he has not scored a touchdown in any of those losses. Uh, you look at how Miami's run defense performed against the better backs this year. Uh, North Carolina's O'Marion Hampton, Clemson's Will Shipley, Florida State's Trey Benson, and Louisville's Jawar Jordan. Miami allowed that foursome to average 88 yards per game and total three touchdowns. Marion Hampton was really the only one who went off of that group. Uh, he, of course, had 197 yards and one touchdown in that win for the Tar Heels. Uh, it is worth bringing up, look, Kamenange has produced against talented defenses. He ran for 159 against Ohio State. Uh, but I do think, look, if Miami can contain the run, they really do have a strong chance at winning this game because Rutgers is really, really limited in the passing game. The last thing I want to touch on is just kind of a big picture idea uh, when talking about the culture of the program and the trajectory of the program here going into year three of this Mario Cristobal era. And that's the, the importance of winning a bowl game. Miami is one just one bowl game over the past 15-ish plus years. Um, and, and, you know, look, quite frankly, it's time to be a serious program and handle business in the postseason. Look, any opportunity that Miami has to play football, Mario Cristobal is going to take it seriously. And he wants his players to respect any bowl game that the Hurricanes are taking part in. Uh, that hasn't necessarily been the case here over this wretched 15 years of poor bull results. We all remember the 14 to zero brutal watch uh, in the loss against Louisiana tech, the 35 three loss to Wisconsin. The last time Miami played in the pinstripe bowl in 2018, the 36 to nine loss to Louisville in the Russell athletic bowl in, in 2013, there's also there's been lots more losses as well of the closer variety, 
But look, quite frankly, real teams go out, find a way to win, handle their business. And I do believe that that bowl wins can provide some sort of momentum going into a long off season. I do think it's important for Miami to finish the season eight and five with the final outing of this year resulting as a win. Uh, I think that's critical going into what is a very, very important off season in this Mario Cristobal era as he looks to really level up the program in year three. And of course, game one of this 2024 season is against in-state rival Florida in the swamp. We all know their vibes aren't necessarily in a good spot right now. Winning a bowl game going into the offseason would definitely be good for Miami's trajectory going into 2024. Let's talk about the players that player that needs to step up. Uh, haven't talked about him yet, somehow, but quarterback Jakari Brown. This is a big opportunity for Jakari to show the progress he has made um, since the last time he's played, which is the 2022 season. He wanted a redshirt this year. He got it. Uh, and now he has an opportunity to work as the starting quarterback. He's been practicing as QB1 for, you know, close to two weeks. And um, it's going to be an opportunity for him to make his case that he can be a quarterback of the future for this Miami Hurricanes football program. I think it's fair to say at this stage in his development, Jakari does two things at a pretty high level. Number one, his athletic ability makes him a dynamic run threat at the quarterback position, uh, which can help not only in the straight-up design run phase, it can help as a scrambler, um, it can help in the red zone. So this is, a, this is a, a big weapon that we haven't seen for Miami in this 2023 season. I'm curious to see how Shannon Dawson implements this um, trait into his offense. Chikari also does, he has a big arm and uh, he is an intriguing deep ball thrower. He can push it deep outside the numbers and in this Shannon Dawson offense, um, that ability gives receivers opportunities to make one-on-one -on -one plays downfield. I think if I'm projecting, I think if Chikari has a good day, it will be because of the attention he commands as a runner and then his ability to throw deep balls over the top of secondaries and, and make those defenses pay that creep up to take away his run threat. I do think the short and intermediate passing game is still a work in progress for him, uh, but establishing some early confidence with those throws Will by you know by Shannon Dawson and what he calls, I think it is going to be important setting Jakari up for success for the totality of a game. Uh, Rutgers did face a quarterback with kind of a similar skill set in Virginia Tech's Kyron Drones. He finished that game with 190 yards and 74 yards passing. Um, so that gives some sort of idea. Uh, on maybe what type of production can be expected from Jakari. I, I do think Rutgers in general, they didn't really face many dual threat quarterbacks this year. 
but when they did face a dual threat quarterback, it did give the defense some issues. Uh, but to me, I, I look at it, um, I, I'm looking at this game from a Jakari standpoint uh, as an opportunity to judge how much he has improved since last year's performance against Georgia Tech. In that game, he threw 14 of 19 for 136 and three touchdowns while rushing for 87 yards. This Rutgers defense is better than that Georgia Tech defense. So if the production is improved, to me, that'd be an encouraging sign for his year-over-year development. Again, I think Jakari is still very much a developmental quarterback at this stage in his career. And that, again, I think it would be encouraging and give him an idea of what else he needs to work on going into 2024 as he probably would want to compete for the starting job at Miami in 2025. So I'm really intrigued by how Jakari performs. Again, it all boils down to results and performance, and uh, we'll see how he does. Potential player of the game. I'm going to flip it to the other side of the ball, and I'm going to go with middle linebacker Kiko Mauinoa. I think, you know, as, as you guys can tell, probably uh, stopping the run is a significant key in this game for Miami. Uh, Rutgers is very, very one-dimensional on offense. They don't really have much of a passing threat, and so you got to fit your runs up and consistently get ball carries on the ground, whether that's Manungai, whether that's Wimsat, the quarterback. Uh, tackling will be key. And this is an important game for Kiko Mauinoa to attention business owners. Have you filed for the employee retention credit? Do the latest IRS releases have you concerned about your filing? Are you seeking clarity on your employee retention tax credit filing? If you've done your employee retention tax credit filing to a third party and have reservations about its accuracy, turn to the experts at Musarino Furdock PLLC. Their team of experienced tax professionals will conduct a, a meticulous assessment of your filing, ensuring it adheres to all relevant regulations and guidelines. Their rigorous evaluation process will leave no stone unturned, providing you with a comprehensive analysis of your employee retention tax credit submission. There's no hidden fees. They're here to help business owners who may have fallen victim to a third-party scheme. Seek certainty in a complex landscape. Call Musarino Furdock, PLLC, at 561-437-0414 or visit MusarinoFurdock.com. That's M-U-C-E-R-I-N-O-F-U-R-D-O-C-K.com. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at TorresLionel1, the number one, at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. Establish himself 
as one of the better middle linebackers here going into 2024. The betting line has, last I looked, Miami as a half-point favorite. The over-under is 40.5 points. So, time for my prediction. How do I think this game's going to go? I do think this is going to be a game where the clock is just continuously running. I don't know if either team's going to look to throw the ball a ton. I think it's going to be very much a ball controlly type of offense with quarterbacks that have the ability to run the ball as well. And I think both teams will uh, lean on that running ability by the quarterbacks. Uh, I do think Miami is the more talented team on both sides of the ball. And at the end of the day, I think Miami is going to get their running game going more than Rutgers. Uh, I think that Jakari Brown, Mark Fletcher combo in the backfield is going to get it done as Miami controls the game in what will be a physical game played in a phone booth. I'm going to say Miami 24, Rutgers 17. And Miami hopefully sets a new standard of playing well and winning bowl games in this Mario Cristobal era. So it's a fun game. I'm intrigued by uh, the Chikari Brown storyline going into this game. I'm also intrigued by all the other young players that are going to get um, expanded roles in this bowl game, see who comes out and makes plays. Um, one last time here in this 2023 season for the Miami Hurricanes. So, again, uh, Thursday, December 28th, uh, 2.15 kickoff, Pinstripe Bowl, ESPN against Rutgers. An opportunity for Miami to finish with eight wins. So let's see if they can go out and get it done. Appreciate everyone for listening to this solo podcast. Hopefully it wasn't too awkward for everyone. Until next time, take care.